Hey, what's up, guys? This is Ali from Chicago. And what I'm thankful for this Thanksgiving is that I've never had to listen to I Doubt It With more. The following broadcast may contain free thinking and open-minded discussion, ideas, skepticism, and subject matter. Topics will be discussed using a sometimes gratuitously. Get ready to move the conversation forward. This ain't your granddad's news and comment show. This is I Doubt It With Dollamore. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Welcome to the show, episode 637 of I Doubt It with Dollamore. I am your host, Jesse Dollamore, joined today by the lovely, the talented, the filled with gratitude, Brittany Page. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. We look forward to this episode every year because it gives us an opportunity to do something different than we do most of the year. Yeah, because, you know, in, in our current climate, such as it is, mm-hmm. and that'll be all we'll say about that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It uh, Sometimes it is a struggle mm-hmm. because you got to talk about stuff and it turns sometimes into a complaining festival. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's good because oftentimes it, it turns into a productive, necessary conversation that can be cathartic. Yes. But at the same time, like you said, it can be a lot of complaining. So I think uh, Thanksgiving is a good opportunity to take the time to think about what we are thankful for, what we should be recognizing more of in our life is going well. And we invited the listeners to do that. Many of you contributed your own messages of thanks and jesse edited all those together spent a lot of time doing that thank you jesse d for your hard work you are welcome all of you we're (laughs) thankful to you for that and we'll be playing that later on well let me let me talk about that real briefly i guess we should talk about right before we play it but i'm already here so i'm going to continue i think there is value to hearing what other people are thankful for what you get out of it is a recognition of things that you too are thankful for, but you may overlook. And, and that's why this, this episode primarily is so meaningful to me is because of that. Yeah, for sure. So before we get to that and before Brittany and I talk about what we're thankful for, we have made a tradition. This is our sixth annual mm-hmm. Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thankful for that. That in and of itself is amazing. Yeah, for sure. But we we like to find, and by we I mean you, Brittany mm-hmm, Page, mm-hmm. kind of scour the internet. I don't know if that's too aggressive a descriptor, but you you find stories that are uplifting or or you know worthy of of praise and positivity. Yeah. So let's start there. What what are some of the stories you have for us this sixth annual? Thanksgiving episode. Well, I came across this story earlier this month, and it's about a Waffle House. (laughs) Wow. Normally, I would think something had gone wrong, and we would be, you know, some of our traditional ending the show segments would be filled with the spot about the, uh, the Waffle House. Yeah, well... 
This story does take place uh, early in the morning, late at night. As most stories at the Waffle House do. And uh, according to this Washington Post article, someone walked into the Waffle House around 1230 a.m. This happened on November 3rd. And there were about 30 customers inside. Okay, pretty typical, the Waffle House. Yeah, it gets busy, busy at that hour. And this this man sat at the table, and he was wondering why he hadn't received his waffle yet. And so he started looking around, <laughs> and he realized that there was just one employee working in the restaurant at the time. In the whole place? Yeah, to cook the food, to serve the food, to really? wash the dishes, clean the tables. Wow. There was just one employee. Can I, can I say, I don't think I'm going out on a limb... To say that that's not enough people. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not for all those not jobs all. and to serve 30 customers that were in the restaurant. Yeah. That's not enough for five people. Yeah. To, to help five people in the restaurant. I cannot imagine. That guy needs a medal. For sure. But other people deserve medals too because of what they did so this man that was wondering where his waffle was saw the employee talking to a customer in a blue shirt seated at the counter and then he saw that the employee handed the man an apron and the customer started doing dishes (laughs) so this guy who was there to eat a meal he was a customer he was a customer he decided to put on an apron and start doing the dishes yeah, but he wasn't the only one. Wow. Soon he noticed that other people had jumped in, including, and there's pictures of this in the article. There's a woman wearing like a, a night out dress. <laughs> I don't know how to describe yeah, it. This is usually like the last stop before you head home after a, a night of revelry, shall we say? Yeah. And she was making coffee. She decided to start making coffee. So it was just, it turned into a commune where everyone played a role and did their part and pulled together. Yeah, she was wearing a sequin dress with heels and... <laughs> At the Waffle House. <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently trying to take orders and, and things like that. So people stepped in and decided to help this employee out rather than getting mad, right? Yeah. Getting frustrated. What's going on? Why am I not getting my food? What's going on in here? People decided to step in and help. That really is the ultimate attitude of... of of solving the predicament you're in. Yeah. Rather than sitting around complaining about it, doing something about it. Absolutely. Where did this take place? What southern city did this take place? <laughs> Birmingham, Alabama. Alabama. That is unbelievable. Yes. Seriously, imagine, like I like to do, let's get on the ground with this. Imagine being in that place. Mm-hmm. I bet you the energy in there was electric and everybody was having a good time. Yes. Even yes. the guy doing the dishes, which seems to me probably to be the the low totem pole job that you he know, volunteered to help out and do. I, I really loved doing the dishes when at my first job. That was something that I really enjoyed. In fact, they had to tell me, like, you know, your job, you're, we didn't hire you as a dishwasher, right? <laughs> and I said, yeah, but if I have downtime, I'm going to do Is the it thing because that... you, you had the equipment, like you pulled down the thing and it steams the plates and everything? No, we didn't get that until later. I so had my, my hand. hands in the dirty water. Wow. And, yeah, yeah. You were a go-getter. Well, I like cleaning things. You sure do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes me feel satisfied. Satisfied. Like I'm taking care of biz, well, as one might say. Well, that story was taking care of biz. 
I know you have a few others. What surprised me because if if they're as good as that, that's pretty awesome. So Carly in Texas suggested this. She actually sent several links. Thank you so much for that. We are always accepting submissions, not just for the Thanksgiving episode, but for all of our episodes of things you think we should be talking about. So this is one of Carly's suggestions. For 42 Christmas seasons, a man named Mike Howard dressed up as Santa Claus and would spend his Christmas delivering thousands of gifts to some of the families in Kentucky that were most in need. Hmm. And this story is from goodnewsnetwork.org, which is a thing that you can go to. If you feel like you want to read good news. Yeah, a little plug for goodnewsnetwork.org. Yeah. And unfortunately, Mike Howard lost his battle to cancer and he passed away last year. Hmm. His son, however, has decided to honor his father's legacy by taking over his role. Yeah, wow. And apparently the persona here is Mountain Santa. That's the the name of wait wait wait. mountain like a mountain man or like a mounted santa like on a horse like a mountain man oh okay (laughs) yeah well i just both of those they paint a distinct picture in my mind and i wanted to have it right yeah mountain santa so he's been working at this since october and he believes that he will have about four thousand presents to give out during this holiday season. Wow. Yeah. And he he says, quote, I'd say we got over 1,000 right now, and it's just midway through. It's a feeling that you can't describe. You don't think that a community would come together like they have to keep doing this, but it's just awesome. It's just amazing. Because people assist with this, right? You said wow to that number, but that's really people stepping in yeah, sure. and supporting this effort and helping helping it to continue. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And also, you know, it's serving an underserved community. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about when you were a kid Mm -hmm. and getting the shop with a cop or whatever they called it. Yeah. And, you know, getting a coat, having a coat to wear Mm -hmm. as a result of the charity of others. And that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. You were able to get a clothing item and a toy item, which was nice. Of course. Yeah. So what's next? Well, this one is about dogs. Let me say this. We need to do more of this on the show. More positive? Yeah, more more geared toward reminders that there are awesome, selfless, humanistic people in this world. Yeah. Who love their their fellow humans. Yeah. Hence, humanistic. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what taking care of biz is supposed to be but it's been corrupted a bit we've done that yeah we've kind of corrupted it a little bit so maybe we need <laughs> oftentimes we honor people who are like ah you got one in on him. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we need to create a second segment that is like taking care of biz but cannot be corrupted yeah like uh there are good people in the world or you know something you know we should give you some time to no, really no, think about that it and is put gold. it together because i think gold mm, i think we're gonna give you some time that is to, the, that's the segment name okay we'll talk about it at length and really come up with some ideas 
Okay. Do you mean we'll talk to your best friend, Katie, and she'll come up with a clever name? Yeah, we'll ask her. She's like creative. Like Dollamocracy. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, like I said, this uh, final good news story that we're going to talk about is... About ab- the dirt About dogs, which, to give a little spoiler, a, l- a little bit, many of the voicemails that we received were about dogs this year. Or at least mentioned them prominently yeah. within what they're thankful for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about this animal rescue. By the way, Brittany says spoiler alert, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't listen. Oh, I got the gist. Yeah. Don't have to listen. <laughs> I hope you don't do that. I hope. So this animal rescue in Minnesota called Secondhand Hounds received a call that they were going to have a litter of two-week-old puppies be delivered to the shelter. Hmm. Or the rescue. Can you use those interchangeably? Uh, I, probably. I mean, people who work in the biz probably would say no. Yeah. So they received this call that they were going to be receiving a litter of two-week-old puppies and that the mother of those puppies had a seizure that morning and had left those puppies orphaned. Mm. And so yeah. they were anxious about receiving this litter. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And probably stressed about what was going to happen and what they were going to do. But then they got another call that they were going to be receiving another dog. And the dog that they ended up receiving was a chihuahua that had just given birth six days prior and had lost all of her puppies Mm. when she gave birth. So... They were able to essentially have this new mother adopt this litter of five two-week-old puppies. And I'm assuming because this is the good news episode that it all worked out and she didn't take a lot of coercing to, to, to adopt, to accept those puppies. Well, it's obviously good news because she bonded with the puppies. She heard the puppies whimpering. Her tail started wagging Mm. and dove in. Yeah. Yeah. Animals are awesome. Yeah. You often hear stories about like a cat losing its its litter of kittens and then like adopting a little duckling. Mm -hmm. You know, like interspecies like taking care of those animals that are in need yeah that's a that's a trait that that i think (laughs) i think we we should emulate a little bit more as you know the top dog no pun intended species on the planet yeah we could uh do a better job of, of taking care of not just ourselves but other for sure. And I know that you said we should start making this a regular thing, talking about the good news. I will say, and this isn't to be a bummer or bring things down, I think this is just a shortcoming of, of the news yeah, and, sure. and the websites that exist. I didn't have to scroll very far before I got to stories that we talked about literally last year. Yeah, because they just don't get reported on. Right. And I think that that is a bummer because going back to what you said... These good news stories happen all the time, every single day, all around the world. And largely the headlines are dominated by doomsday. (laughs) Well, you know what? There's, I don't want to also bring it down, but that's on us. Yeah. If you'd like to see more stories like this, it's going to take a collective effort by all of us to click those stories. Yeah. 
Because that's the reward system we have built with the internet. And if they see that there's a reaction to that kind of thing, then they will write more of those stories. They will post more of those stories. So give those give those some attention when you see them. Yeah. Don't pass on by to one of my videos, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, we got to pay attention to that stuff. Yeah. So that final story that we talked about was really not about n- people making good choices necessarily, but just about a nice story about some dogs that were able to to find a family. Yeah. And the other stories were about people making good choices, people recognizing that there's a need and stepping up to fill it. And I think that that is what people do every single day across the country. And I think both of us, Jesse, are thankful for those who choose to do that. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We have been talking all year and haven't done it yet. And I think think we're going to just do it. And... We we live in you know Southern California. There's there's not a a massive where we live homeless population, but they are certainly uh, a larger homeless homeless population than there should be. And Brittany and I have been talking about the entire year about having set up in the trunk of the car, like buying several sizes of flip flops. Because I don't know how many times I see someone mm-hmm. who doesn't have shoes. Mm-hmm. And like having a little pack with some sunscreen and some, you know, chapstick or whatever. Mm-hmm. We really need to do that. That's something we've been talking about. And like I say, when, when, when people ask me about how'd you get into YouTube? How do you do a podcast? I say, you just do it. You got to just do it. Planning it isn't going to get it done. You have to pull the trigger and actually make it happen. And I'm... I'm challenging us. Yeah, now I feel guilty right now. <laughs> for just talking about it. Well, no, but I mean, it, you know, yeah, it's yeah. life g- gets in the way, and yeah. you don't get it done. Right. So now I'm, I'm I've thrown down the gauntlet, mm-hmm. and now we have You've made to it do public. It. Yeah, now it's public. <laughs> yeah. So we got to do it. Okay, we're gonna do it, and we probably won't talk about it again because that's not what we do. Right. Yeah. You know, I don't post when I give half a sandwich to a guy. But it's a good idea for people. To, to do that, I think, to to have something on hand. Because we do encounter people, I'm sure this happens across the country, homelessness is not just a problem in Southern California. Sure. But I'm sure other people that are listening encounter individuals that they have the thought, oh, I wish there was something I could give. And I think it would be nice to have something put together that you could just grab from your, your yeah. car and, and hand out. Absolutely. Yeah. So... Before we get to listener thanks, because what I'm going to do this year, I think we should just talk about what we're thankful for and then play out the show with the listener submissions of thanks. Mm-hmm. So what what are you thankful for this year? I went first last year. Oh, you did? I think so. Keeping count, are you? So you're going to have to go first That's this fine. year. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. This year has been a year of uh, tremendous change. Yeah. Upheaval at times. Mm -hmm. But all in all, everything has worked out. Sometimes I think like beyond my wildest dreams have things are, 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 are good. I'm, I'm happy. I'm healthy. And it's the healthy part that I, that I really am thankful for this year. Getting a little older, having friends who are, Encountering severe, life-changing, life-challenging uh, illnesses, 
really puts it in perspective that it's not guaranteed any of us that we're not that we're going to go through life not being sick i think we all we all or at least i do i'll just speak for myself and not everyone but i often you know you you imagine getting old and you know just you're you pass away naturally in your sleep and it's peaceful and I don't know how common that is. And I'm just so, so thankful that I'm lucky enough to be healthy. Mm-hmm. That I'm lucky enough to have adequate health insurance through the VA. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't. Yeah. And you're going to hear a lot of this with the listener submissions about health care and about... and. I think sometimes there is a, a a tendency to say, well, yeah, they have it, but a lot of people don't. And while that is true, I have health insurance while millions of Americans don't. That's why I'm thankful. Because it is that important and it's not a given. We still live in a time where it's not a guarantee. And that's why I'm thankful for it. Obviously, I'm 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 thankful for for the audience. I'm thankful for our position. That luck has gotten us to where we are. That we have worked hard in the right moments when the lucky thing came along and put us in the position that we are right now. And I feel very fortunate. So, right now, that's what I'm thinking about. Very nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. So I remember I have a vivid memory of sitting down to record this last year. And the reason that I remember that vividly is because we actually got into an argument. And it wasn't because you and I were fighting. It's because I didn't want to record this episode. Because I was not in a place to be talking about what I was thankful for mostly because I was in a pretty bad place. And I feel largely like I am out of that place. There's still elements of it that are that are there, but a lot has changed in the past year. And I say that because while we do share a lot on the show, we don't share everything about our lives, right? Yeah, absolutely not. And, and so there are many things that happen behind the scenes that people don't know about. Um, but the theme, I think, that runs underneath all of that, the the changes that have happened this year, I would say I'm thankful for aging and perspective um, and the benefit of having new experiences. I was initially terrified to work with the population that I currently work with, which is severely mentally ill people. Mm -hmm. I was afraid to, to work in that environment. And I am shocked to discover about myself that it's actually my favorite population that I've worked with so far. I have been so inspired by the patients. I have learned that a lot of what I thought was informed by the stigma that society places on individuals that suffer from severe mental illness. Easy to get sucked into that. Yeah, even as someone who is educated in the field, right? 
I was still being influenced by that stigma even when I went through my training at my job. And I was concerned that I was essentially walking into a war zone every day. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be changing jobs and I will not be working in that environment anymore. And as I think about leaving that environment, what I will miss the most is working with the patients. And it reminds me of one of my favorite Tennessee Williams quotes, which I'm going to read. Quote, I suppose I have found it easier to identify with the characters who verge upon hysteria, who were frightened of life, who were desperate to reach out to another person. But these seemingly fragile people are the strong people, really. End quote. I have encountered stories from people that have rocked me to my core, that have challenged me in ways that were surprising and have moved me deeply. It is amazing what human beings can go through and still remain standing after having experienced. And it's just been a powerful experience for me personally. And, um, and I know many of the listeners who called in and contributed to the 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 mashup that we're getting ready to play some of them also talked about their therapists and having been a client myself i understand the power of going to therapy mm-hmm. but i think what clients who haven't been therapists don't understand is that therapists are also impacted and powerfully affected by their clients as well it goes both ways sure so that has been a really powerful experience. But also, because of my background, I've always kind of looked at authority figures or people who were more educated than me or in a higher position than I am. And I, I was always intimidated, thinking, well, I'm just little white trash Brittany Page. And, you know, I'm trying to climb this ladder. And am I going to get there? And they know more than me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm finally, after this experience feeling very confident in my clinical abilities, in my abilities generally, and that has really been a gift. So even as my skin is getting drier, (laughs) (laughs) I'm starting to get wrinkles on my face. My metabolism is certainly slowing down. Um, I'm so thankful that many other issues are getting sorted out. Yeah. Well, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for you, too. You're pretty special. All right. Um, Let's move on. I absolutely want to thank everybody who submitted these. I know that sometimes it is a chore to dig deep and analyze the things for which you're thankful, especially in times that uh, it doesn't seem natural because these are tenuous times. So thanks to everybody. I I hope you know whether you did or didn't. And I know I speak for Brittany. We are 
immeasurably thankful for each and every one of you who gives of their time and their energy listening to the show, engaging with us both here on the podcast and online, whether it be Twitter or the, the, the listener group or the Facebook page. What we have all built here, this community, is a special thing. So here is our sixth annual listener submissions of the things for which they are thankful. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Late this summer, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And while I am certainly not going to try to convince anyone that I am grateful for that in particular, I there have been two unexpected gifts on this journey that I would definitely be remiss not to appreciate and share. Um, the first is that, well, I've always known I had some beautiful friends and lovely people in my life. Um, watching my tribe rise to the occasion of loving me through this has been awe-inspiring and overwhelming at times, but also just really showed me that, you know, when someone's going through something terrible and you don't know what to say or what to do, I can tell you firsthand that anything counts. It's so beautiful to see people love you hard. And I am committed from this day forward to loving people bigger. Um, it matters, truly. Uh, the second gift, a little less expected, but I feel like most of us kind of think as think of our mortality as like this crazy uncle you've heard about, but never shows up to events. Um, and getting a cancer diagnosis, even though my prognosis is very good, so I'm so fortunate, uh, your mortality knocks on your door and you are faced to consider it. And I'm actually not sorry that that happened because what it's done is it, it just made me really, really consider like how I treat people, how easily I get impatient in traffic, how... You know, sometimes when someone greets me with grumpiness at a, as a store clerk or a customer service rep, I meet them back with grumpiness. And I just really have realized that we really truly don't know what people are dealing with or going through. And I just want to be slower to get annoyed, slower to anger. And honestly, even from a selfish way, like I have realized so blatantly I guess that our time here is finite and I don't want to waste any more time than necessary not being gracious and kind and loving to people because at the end I, I guess that's really all we get to leave so happy Thanksgiving everybody I am thankful that I have gained enough perspective to realize how little of it I have, but nevertheless how fortunate I am because of it. I'm also very thankful for the generosity, humor, and understanding of others. Happy Thanksgiving, and thank you. The 
this year, I'm thankful for so many things. I'm thankful for my family. It's gotten smaller, but my aunt has become the rock of the family. And she's become a mother figure for me. I didn't realize how much as an adult that I needed that in my life. I'm thankful for my friends, especially my best friend, who's been there for me in ways above what I could hope for in a friend. When I wasn't so lovable, she stood by me. She is the kindest and so inspiring. And I'm thankful to know that we will always be a constant in each other's lives. I'm thankful for my career. It served me well. And I'm starting a new business. Then I'm grateful for the scary and new possibilities that are ahead. And I'm thankful that I'm even able to transition into something new. This year, I'm most thankful for my dog. Last year, she was diagnosed with tumors and they didn't think she would even survive a biopsy. And they gave her three months. By the time this airs, it will be just over a year since the vets expected her to have passed. She's still here, a bit slower, but she's happy. It's been an entire year of kisses and smiles and tail wags that I didn't think I'd have. She warms my heart every single day and she has shown me how to appreciate each and every day so much more. This year, I'm grateful for my mom. Uh, my dad passed about five and a half years ago and moving to be closer to my mom and to help care for her as her memory starts to fade in her as she's in her 70s has made me grateful for all the help family and friends have tried to give me along the way um, for the people who raised me um, for the people who are still in my life who reach out and go the extra mile and help me in so many ways whether it's providing extra information or a lift somewhere or their experience with something. Grateful for the positive contributions of all the people in my life. I'm thankful for health insurance that keeps me basically alive. I just recently had one of my prescriptions, um, one of several that I have to take that, uh, the dosage doubled on and, and it's now retail about eight grand a month, which is insane. And that puts it at over a hundred thousand dollars a year. That's that's nearly twice what I even make. And the fact that my insurance brings that down to a copay that's only $350 um, is a blessing in and of itself. And then copay assistance through the manufacturer for that drug is great um, because it, it actually brings it down to zero. So I'm incredibly 
incredibly lucky that that's the case because I know it's not for everyone and I don't know what I would do without that. Um, and I know one thing I wouldn't do without it. I wouldn't be healthy enough to um, be pregnant with our second child. And that's, I can't even, I can't even believe I can say that at this point. Um, it's, I don't believe in miracles necessarily, but it's, I don't know, science, science is amazing. I'm thankful for science uh, <laughs> and everything that it's made possible in my life. I have a lot of things to be thankful for this year, and I don't think I'll get to all of them. But first and foremost, I'm thankful for my husband, who's been there for me through thick and thin. As a team, we've made it through a lot of trials and things that other couples may not make it through. I'm thankful for the people I work with. I have a really great crew at my job, and we've achieved a lot of great things, even though we're just a deli. I'm thankful for my family, who's always been there for me, who's supported me, who's stood up for me when I came out, and I never really got to thank them, even though this was years ago. I'm thankful for the fact that I have a job and that it pays the bills. I mean, it's not the best because it's retail, but it's still something that pays me weekly and pays me decently, and I have good benefits that I can use to help my husband who's not in a really good spot in, in health-wise. So I'm thankful for my union insurance, really. They've really helped out a lot this year. And I'm thankful for my friends who have given me money for gas and who have been there to support me when I've had a rough patch or two or five or all year, really. So. I do have so much to be thankful for. Initially, I thought that this year has kind of sucked and I'm not thankful for very many things this year. However, the more I thought about it, the more I thought that I would add my voice to the noise out there because I do have so, so much to be thankful for. So. Almost a year ago to the day, I had a trigger that spiraled my obsessive compulsive disorder kind of out of control. I've had OCD for the majority of my life since I can remember, and for the majority of my life it has been manageable, but when a trigger happens and things get scary out there, it flares up and causes me quite a bit of harm. So, this past year's been rough. I've spent a lot of time inside of my own head, feeling like a prisoner inside of my mind, and I, on the other side of it, am now looking back and feeling so incredibly thankful that I have a family that is able to recognize when things are getting a little out there for me, that they don't <laughs> see me as different or as broken 
which is how I feel like so often that I'm broken or at least that my mind is sometimes I'm so incredibly thankful for all the growth that I've had this year that I have the ability to see a therapist and that I have the ability to get medication to help things when they're feeling a little out of control and I know that that is more than a lot of people are able to say, especially in the world that we live in. So I feel so incredibly privileged that I am able to live comfortably with my mental disorder, (laughs) that I'm able to, for the most part, manage it, and that my symptoms don't spiral to where I can't live a normal life. I'm also incredibly thankful for dogs <laughs> because they are so helpful <laughs> throughout everything. I swear they can sense the fears and the thoughts and they know when things are spiraling before I do. And I am just so incredibly thankful that I am able to focus some of the worst parts of myself in my mind, in my thought process, into other ventures. I am writing a book with where the main character has obsessive compulsive disorder in an attempt to rid myself of some of the feelings that I always feel and put them on somebody else so that I don't have to deal with them. So 365 days later, I am a little bit less afraid. I feel like my symptoms are more manageable And if that isn't the best thing in the world, then I don't know what is. So, 2019's been a pretty good year, after all, and I am full of thanks for it. And, yeah, life's pretty great. First of all, I'm thankful because I live to see another day, every day. There are people my age, there are people younger than I am who don't have that privilege to be able to wake up or to open their eyes another day. So for that, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for everything that has happened to me this year, whether it's ups, downs, neutral, meeting new people, getting rid of people, I'm also thankful for the opportunities that I'm going to have in the future because without the lessons and the ups and downs of the past, there is no future to look forward to. So for that, I'm also thankful. And I am thankful that I am able to voice my opinion in a way that people can understand people have compassion for, or people can challenge me because it's not all about me and just my thought being the only thought in the room. And it's my hope that everyone who can hear the sound of my voice have a, a lot to give thanks for also. Twenty nineteen has been an exceptionally horrific year for my family and it's been really hard to look back and to try to pull out the positives 
but I've been able to. This past June, my son and I walked our first 5K, which might not seem like a lot to some people, but it's a celebration of the fact that I can walk again. I had both of my hips replaced at the age of 36, five years ago, and it gave me my life back. And every single day, I am so incredibly thankful that I've been given that gift back, that I've been given my life back. I've been able to go back to work. I'm able to play with my son. I'm able to walk our dogs. Having that gift is everything to me. And no matter what else is going on, I will forever be thankful for that gift. My family this year has been so incredible and so supportive through all of the difficult times, through all of the heartbreak that we've had. I cannot ask for a better family, a more amazing son, a better husband, better parents, or better in-laws. I am so incredibly lucky and so incredibly blessed. I'm thankful for um, the colleagues that I get to work with every day uh, that are um, against all odds, you know, trying to attend to the suffering of the world in various ways and supporting people in their mental health, um, oftentimes totally on a volunteer basis. So um, I'm really thankful that I get to work with a bunch of great people that are selfless in um, attending to people that are um, really struggling and it just inspires me. Um, I, I love the um, Mr. Rogers quote where it talks about when things get really bleak, look for the helpers and I'm really, really grateful and thankful that I'm surrounded by helpers and so happy Thanksgiving. A year ago, on my mom's 55th birthday, she told me and my three siblings that she was diagnosed with MDS, which is a form of blood cancer. She wasn't here with us to celebrate her 56th birthday. I am thankful for my mom's strength and grace as she fought bravely for 279 days. I am thankful for my dad and my siblings for their unconditional love and support. I am thankful for the countless family, friends, and strangers who lent their kind thoughts and words to each of us throughout some of the most difficult days of our lives. I am thankful for the doctors, nurses, and other medical staff who gave my mom extraordinary care. I am thankful for the signs of my mom that show up when we need them most and remind us that even though she is gone, she is still with us. Happy Thanksgiving. Hello to all and happy Thanksgiving. I'm sitting here trying to figure out what I'm thankful for this year. And even if I find this whole Thanksgiving thing quite odd, I figured I'd give it a shot even this year. It's been a rough on this and I'm struggling here. Uh, of course I'm thankful for my family, my girlfriend, my dog. And I know I tend to take them all for granted, but knowing that they always stand by me, always help me up when I fall on my well, face, this is truly something I'm thankful for. But there's one thing, one thing in particular, 
and it's and it's quite ridiculous actually but I learned how to cry you know when you just let it all out and and it's such a such a relief to be able to do this finally um, and I think I've cried more times this last year than I can ever remember doing even as a child and even if the reasons for me crying is not something to be thankful for the fact that I've been able to let go is well lack of better word is truly cathartic so it's where as it may seem I'm thankful for crying so with that I wish you all a happy Thanksgiving and I hope to see you all soon bye So, um, it was really difficult for me this year to figure out what I feel thankful for. It has been, hands down, the worst year of my life. In January, my stepdad, the man who was father to me for 16 years, was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. Nothing can prepare you for the journey that comes after that. Watching someone you love wither away. Well, long story short, he was recovering from treatment. The cancer was gone, as far as we knew. And uh, he, he unexpectedly died in October from other complications. Four days before his highly anticipated scan, where we and all the doctors fully believed would show he was cured. Never got to see that scan. But where I am going with this is, I am thankful for all that extra time I spent with him before he died. Thankful for all the text messages exchanged between us I still get to cherish. Thankful that he got to meet all four of my children. Thankful he was there when I got married. Thankful he ever came into my life and filled the hole that my biological father left. One of my favorite quotes is by Jonathan Safran Foer, and it goes, Why didn't I learn to treat everything like it was the last time? My greatest regret was how much I believed in the future. End quote. It just holds so much truth and I think it's something we should try to practice. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving. This year, I am thankful for antidepressants. Uh, My wife and I lost our Scottish Terrier, uh, best friend of 11 years earlier this year after a long struggle with cancer. And it sort of awoken in me this idea that I had long been living with a a, a low-grade perpetual depression. And that was amplified through his struggles and trips to the vet. And ever since I have started on antidepressants, I just have been able to sort of level off. And, And the fact that it's destigmatized to the point where I felt comfortable enough sharing my need for it and 
you know, espousing the benefits. It's we've come a long way with mental health. We have a lot more work to do, but I am so thankful that this year I started on Zoloft, and it has been a, an amazing turnaround for me. Uh, also, a special shout out to dogs, those beautiful, beautiful creatures. We don't deserve them. Um, they they let you love them for such a short amount of time, and anything that allows you to love them and create so much pain and comfort and all the emotions that come along with loving a dog, it, it's unmatched. And, and again, I, I love those furry little creatures. Happy Thanksgiving. This year, I'm so thankful for many things. Um, my husband, who works and lets me stay home and doesn't complain about it ever. Um, my two babies, even though they're so exhausting sometimes because they have more energy than I think I've ever had, <laughs> they are just the best little people to spend my whole day with. Oddly enough, thankful for social media, no matter how bad social media can be, no matter how mentally exhausting social media can be, if it weren't for social media, I probably wouldn't have some of the greatest girlfriends a woman could ask for. Um, I have two very sweet friends that I've never, never met. We know each other via social media. And if it weren't for them day in and day out and being able to lean on, on them, um, some days I don't know that I would make it. Um, and I'm thankful for just being able to wake up every day and having the freedom to go and do and and say what I want to say and, you know, be whoever it is that I want to be. I, it's just become more and more apparent the older I get and the more that I read and the more news that I watch and the more, you know, things happen in the world, how lucky I am to have been born where I was born. And... I just think every once in a while it would be wise and healthy to acknowledge that. So, thanks and happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for the fact that I have a job that I do that because I want to, not because I have to. And I get to meet new people all the time and I get to try and have a positive impact on how they're managing their life while they're going through a crisis situation. Um, I'm also really thankful for my family, uh, for their compassion, for their forgiveness when I'm a goof, um, for their generosity. Um, they teach me a lot and I'm a better person now because of it. 
This year I have so much to be thankful for. I got married and we bought our first home together, which in and of itself seems crazy to me because it wasn't that long ago that I didn't think I'd ever be capable of owning my own home. But I am so incredibly grateful for my wonderful husband who is brilliant and funny and he challenges me and cherishes me and it is the kind of love and respect and appreciation that I also once questioned if I'd ever be able to find. So I am just so thankful to have him in my life and he makes this crazy adventure of life so much better every day. I'm also really grateful for my mom. Um, she's an amazing lady and so much fun to be around and I'm really thankful that we live close to each other and get to spend a lot of time together. I know she won't always be around, so I'm just trying to cherish and appreciate every day that we have. This has been a great year, and I'm hoping that 2020 is even better. Thank you. I am very thankful because this is this year has been like a year of transition for me and it's just gone so much better than I expected. I left the career of 35 years and I've transitioned to new things and it's turned out to be really fun and I'm still living indoors and eating food. I mean, uh, intellectually, I always know it's better to be thankful than to be fearful, but I can't always pull that off. You'd think I know this after 62 years, but I'm a slow learner. Anyway, it seems like most of the things we worry about never end up happening. It's always the stuff you never saw coming that ends up biting you in the behind. So I really appreciate your reminders to think about what I'm thankful for. So I just want to start by saying that I am thankful for life. I have made it to 38 years old, married, thankful for my family. I'm thankful that I have a job and am still able to help provide with my husband for our family. We've had some tough times in the past year and I'm just thankful that my children are still safe in this crazy world that we live in. Always praying for them to just be able to get through the day, make it home safe. Even though we have crazy work hours and we're not always able to be there for them, but we're able to continue to provide for them. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you Thank you all, and have a happy new year. This year, I feel like I have quite a lot to be thankful about, actually, because, you know, I have fantastic people around me, like my wife, my friends, my family. They're the best people to surround yourself with. They keep me grounded. They keep me sort of rooted in reality, and... Like, I do not know where I would be without their love and support at all times. Um, I feel very, very, very lucky 
to have that kind of a support group. But on top of that, this year I've finally gotten serious about my mental health. And I've been through a few therapists who were all fine. But the therapist that I have now has been amazing. Um, I've seen him for about half of a year, I think, and my outlook on myself and the world and how I interact with things has changed so much. And I, without that help, I don't know where I would be. Uh, and I mean that seriously. So, yeah, this year I am very thankful for my therapist. Thank you all and have a happy Thanksgiving. As we are going into the big election year of 2020, I am so grateful for the fact that social media is a thing. Um, I just, I'm just so excited that there is an opportunity for every single one of us to more or less have a fair shot at establishing a sort of a platform where we can talk to other people. Um, just to remind myself of how atrocious things used to be. Sometimes I will turn on CNN or MSNBC or Fox and it is literally like getting punched between the eyes. Just the stupidity, just the lack of depth, the obvious bias and like the catering, the absolute catering to the sponsors is it's, it's mind-numbing. I never want to go back to that and as I know we're all trying to figure out how to use this big tool, the big responsibility that, you know, platforms like YouTube and Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, all of them give us a platform. I know, I know that we're like in just early stages of trying to figure it out. I wouldn't have it any other way. I hope social media is here to stay. I hope it expands even further. And I hope we learn so much more about each other about each other's stories and I do think in the end it does make us a lot more empathetic, a lot better informed, and I am grateful. <laughs> I am first and foremost thankful for uh, the life that I currently live. Um, that may seem like a cop-out or like a uh, blanket statement, but um, I have a great wife who loves and understands me. I have great friends, constant check-in, and you know, I, I have a good job. Um, and I'm just thankful for the opportunities every day to, to go out and live life and have the resources that I have. And, you know, even with my parents, I have the safety net that I have, that if something ever did happen, um, I'm thankful that I have a support group around me that, that would be able to help me get back on my feet. Um, it's not always easy to be thankful and grateful, but I think a lot of us, when we really think about it, we can find at least three things. You know, so my three things would be my wife, my rusty heap of a car, an old 2005. Highlander, but still going strong. The third thing I'm thankful for is the opportunity to have have life every morning. 
all those may sound like cop outs or may sound like I'm trying to be generic, but I, I truly am thankful for the opportunity to wake up every morning, go about my day. Last year, I was thankful even in the midst of having lost my mom earlier in the year. And this year, as I started trying to recover from that, I lost my father-in-law. And as much as it hurt to have those back-to-back -back losses, I realized that I still am in a safe space with people who love and care about me and check on me and support me in all the ways that I feel like I need. And I've also been able to find my own inner support. I've been able to help myself. And that's something as a young person that I didn't even think was possible that there was strength in me to lift myself up. And in this year, I'm so thankful that I've been able to find that. And the, the little things that I find that I'm so grateful for, just having a way to get my kids back and forth to school, a reliable transportation, a house that I walk in every day. No, it's not as big as most people's. It's pretty small, but it's so perfect for us. And as much as my husband drives me absolutely bonkers, he is a rock of consistency and support in that way that I just know exactly who I'm coming home to and that that person has my back. And I'm also very thankful for the newest addition to my family, a little puppy, a little rescue pup. She's a doll and she chose us and she's such a sweetie and she puts up with my son shenanigans. And I just can't say enough about how thankful I am for just everyday life and just being able to have it. <sighs> Thanks. This Thanksgiving, I'm most thankful for my girlfriend, Emma. I've been blessed to be with her for almost three years. She is the most kind, caring, loving, beautiful person I've ever met. And since I know you're listening, baby, I love you always. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I'm thankful for my little queer family as I don't have much of a connection to my birth family and I don't know if that will ever be repaired. Most of the time I don't care about holidays or spending time doing anything about them, but having people I chose to be in my life and people who love me as much as I love them and we love each other for who we are and never question that or make it an issue in a time where my very existence seemed to be a never-ending political discussion, where I myself, being myself, is a political issue. I'm grateful to have a refuge, a safe place to go, where I'm just loved for who I am, and I love them for who they are. And I'm grateful more people are stepping up and some, so much fewer people are apathetic as they may have been in 2016. It really matters when people stand up for what's right and for others who are suffering.
I don't know where we'd be if they hadn't done that. So all this talk lately of families becoming fractured over politics has made me realize that I'm thankful for something that I've probably taken for granted, and that's simply the fact that those types of disagreements just don't exist in my family. And the reason I'm particularly thankful for it is because um, I grew up in rural Missouri. My mom and stepdad uh, still live there out in Trump country. And, um, you know, while I want to avoid stereotyping, they perhaps fit the profile one might expect of a Trump supporter. Um, you know, they're, they're relatively uneducated. Um, my stepdad is the good old boy type, hunting, tobacco chewing kind of guy, but uh, uh, human decency, I mean, it, it just comes naturally to them. They, they plainly see what Trump represents. They are um, frustrated with the antics of the Republican Party to the point that they, they talk about it and they bring it up. And I'm the type of person that if they shared opposing viewpoints, especially if they felt strongly about them, I would uh, probably distance myself from them. Um, they're really about my only family left, um, especially close family, and I am grateful that uh, they can remain in my life. This year, I find myself thankful for my students. I teach first through third grade, and just one example of how amazing they are is the other day I sat down with three third grade girls who are having some friendship issues and listening to them respectfully disagree with one another, share their emotions and what they were going through with one another um, and eventually come to a peaceful resolution just gave me hope for our future and for the children that um, we are raising and that I get the privilege to spend time with every day. Hey everyone, I hope you're having a great Thanksgiving. So I've been thinking a lot about what I'm thankful for this year and a lot has happened. Um, got a new job, we're moving. So, you know, life has been changing pretty quickly. So I really have to stop and think about what I've been thankful for. And honestly, I'm thankful for my family because without them, this would be a lot more difficult than it really is. You know, my wife has been trucking through this, you know, the nights I haven't been home, I'm gone for days, and, you know, she's by herself and working. So I'm really thankful for her really being strong during this period in time of our lives and lifting me up. I'm thankful for my parents for, you know, helping, you know, helping us move, uh, giving me a place to stay until we move. It's just been, um, it's been a crazy experience and just reminds you that throughout everything that's going on in the world that family does matter making you know making the effort to keep your family strong matters so that's who i'm thankful for this year my family all of them the ones that i agree with the ones that i don't agree with because as a family union you know we are strong i would like to add to that 
my dog Rocket, who is a recent member of our family, who has been the greatest doggo in the world and has really brought our family peace, especially after we lost our dog a couple of years ago. I'm really thankful for him. He's been the best with my daughter and I hope that he's going to be great with any future children that may be around. Hi, um, I want to say that 2019 has been a transformative year for me. I'm doing a lot of uh, work on myself concerning mental health and physical health. Um, I'm grateful for the opportunity to do all those things. Um, I'm grateful for our home and our income and what it provides for us. I'm grateful for the health and the happiness of our family. Um, I'm very grateful that my daughter was accepted to college and she has a full ride. Um, I'm so happy she won't have to worry about debt. I'm happy and grateful for our delicious and quirky four kitty cats um, who make our life a joy every day. Um, <laughs> um, I'm grateful for new love and new opportunities to make the world a better place. I am thrilled to have been a part of my local election as an election official this year. That was really exciting and a lot of fun. Anyway, um, wherever you are, whatever's happening in your life, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. You're warm and fed and happy. So that's it. Bye. I feel so grateful for all that I've done and all that's happened to me this year. I've gotten a much better job to replace the jobs I've hated before. And it feels so good to do something that I really love and to get paid for it. I'm so grateful for my general feelings with my family because I've been in much painful places as a child and even as a teenager. I'm grateful for therapy, which got me to a much better relationship with my family and a much more relationship within myself that I don't have to feel so enclosed or introverted. I'm so grateful for what this job gives me besides the money. I got to meet new people. I got to see new things. And because of this job, I'm now a delegate for the board. I'm so grateful to just feel much more of a better person, both outside and inside. I'm so grateful for what God has given me throughout my life, even if I never got the chance to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for all of that. Hi, here are some random things I'm thankful for today in about 90 seconds. The smell of lavender, music that makes you want to move your body or sing along, my 10-minute morning meditation, the simple beauty of the woods in my backyard and the peace that it brings to me, the book Endurance by Alfred Lansing, the home that my roommate and I just built, mango margaritas and the laughter that soon follows my brain's ability to learn and reason a beautiful sunny morning and the feeling of hope and promise that a new day brings cruise ships and vacations and the ability to unwind 
being employed, especially in a career I love, common sense and the patience to deal with those who don't have any. George Takei, when he taught me about the term gaman, which is to endure the seemingly unbearable with patience and dignity. I needed that after my husband passed away in 2015. And along with that, the abundance of fun memories that he and I shared. And of course, my core group of friends and family who bring light and laughter into my everyday life. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Seven years ago, I met somebody online. She was 15, I was 16, and we both liked the same show. And over the years, on a mostly regular basis, we talked. And over the years, we always wanted to see each other, but we never could. Probably because I had no license and she had no license. And the logistics were a little bit crazy because this is a person you know, but they're over eight hours away. But this year, that all changed. This year, during my spring break, I got to drive up there and see her for the first time. And seeing a person that you talked to over the over years of seeing her on FaceTime and seeing her grow and blossom to a beautiful person, it makes you feel really cheery inside and fills your heart with butterflies. And I was nervous as could be because I didn't want to screw this up. But it's safe to say that I didn't. And we both in, we both enjoyed each other's company. We both laughed and had fun watching mo- a couple movies and generally hanging out and having having a great time. So this year, I'm mostly thankful for friends that you meet. Thank you, thankful that we have technology and we could do this stuff. I'm really thankful for it all. I'm thankful for her too. Hi, I wanted to just say I'm thankful for my family, my wife, my girls, my dog, and my mom and my brothers and, you know, nieces and nephews and everybody's still relatively healthy. I'm thankful I have a job that gives me really good health care that includes the gym membership because that really helps me right now physically work things out. I'm very thankful that I can have friends in my band and make music together. I'm extra thankful that my friends from Colombia, Ghana, and Haiti are still here and in some cases have become citizens or have renewed their visas because that's what it's all about. Thanks. Bye. Hey guys, happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for my beautiful wife and the amazing son she gave me. I'm thankful that he's too young to remember Trump's presidency. I'm thankful that it looks like the pendulum of history is beginning to swing back in the right direction. I'm thankful for recently getting my dream job, which hopefully is recession-proof. I'm thankful to be one of the few middle-class families left in America. I'm thankful for being self-aware enough to be able to sift through the news, make up my own mind instead of just blindly following someone else's ideology. I'm thankful for the opportunities to do the hard work it took to make all this happen. I'm thankful for the ability to be able to afford a therapist out of pocket. That is something that is so needed in the world and yet so many people do not have this ability, yet I do. 
And to be able to say that I can see a professional and pay for it, that is honestly the most thankful thing I can be because I could not have survived this year without my therapist, without someone to talk to, someone to vent to, someone to help me see my faults and my rights and my wrongs. So this year I am thankful for therapy. I am thankful for therapists. I am thankful for empathy. And I am thankful for any human being in the world who thinks about the whole before themselves. Every human being in the world who is able to say, this will benefit me, but it will harm someone else. So I will not do it because I don't, I want to make sure that other people are just as good as me. If that is you, I thank you. Hi all from Australia. Just want to wish him happy Thanksgiving. Especially like to thank all the firefighters around the world. The volunteers keeping the charities going and also like to give thanks to all the medical researchers and staff making a difference for the sick. Cheers. I'm thankful for my friends, family and health. Like most people on Thanksgiving, I'm thankful for family, friends, and food. But I'd like to make a special shout out to my girls. When I was young, I wanted to have a ton of kids, but fate had a different thing in store. So I only had one beautiful daughter and I love her so much. And she was married about 10 years ago to another lovely girl and their best friend and the two of them moved in with me about six years ago. Now I have my own separate quarters, but they pay the majority of the bills to keep the house going, which works for both of us because they don't have enough money uh, to live here in Denver anymore on their own. And on my income, I can no longer keep up with the bills. And that's my second thing is that uh, I am thankful to socialism. I worked from the age of 11 to the age of 46, and at the age of 46, I was in a car accident and broke my back, and I was no longer able to do what I'd done before. I, uh, I without Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid and anything else the government will help me with, I sincerely believe I would not be alive today. I had, at the time I was in the car accident, had been struggling to work for the previous five years due to COPD, and I needed to have health insurance to combat my recurring uh, infections and yet nobody would have covered me without Medicare. So I am so thankful for socialism and I wish that the people out there who, like me, are dependent would understand that socialism does not mean that you live in commune. It means that money that you paid in will hopefully help you when you need it. Thank you so much and everybody have a great Thanksgiving. What I'm thankful for, even though I have a different Thanksgiving than you guys, because I'm Canadian, but what I'm thankful for is my continued sense of wonder. 
Like, as long as I can still read and explore and learn about the world around me and still be astounded by what I find, excited about what I find, amazed by what I find, I think that that provides me a lot of, like, internal motivation to keep on going, to keep on fighting, to keep on living, to keep on, you know, as you guys say, moving the conversation forward. Just... And it isn't, it's not only science, it's politics and current events and news and media and understanding my fellow man and all that stuff. If I can maintain that sense of wonder, Lord, like, I'm so thankful for that. If I didn't have that, I don't know if I'd be able to get out of bed every morning, you know? I need to find the world a little bit inspiring and fascinating. So I'm thankful for my sense of wonder. So we we really hope that you enjoyed that as as much as as we did. We we hope that um, it gives you something to reflect on. Yeah, we also want to thank the listeners for taking the time to share what they learned this year, what what happened for them this year, what new perspective they gained. It takes a lot of vulnerability to share a lot of the things that that people shared, and we're really thankful that you took time to do that. Because it's not easy. So thank you. Also know, for those of you who did, that it, I don't think it just falls on deaf ears. I think people really, really appreciate it. And you gave them something to think about. You know, the same thing I harp on every time and talk about it endlessly. Mm-hmm. But it's important. Yeah. Knowing that people go through struggles that you're not going through mm-hmm. should make you appreciate the privilege that you have to not have to face that right now mm-hmm. to not be in that struggle yeah I think it's also there's something to be said for sharing as a community some of the struggles but also some of the triumphs that we've had this year so again thank you all so much for tuning in thank you for being a part choosing to be a part of the community here we love you we appreciate you we will be back with regularly scheduled programming not necessarily family friendly <laughs> up to you though up to normal, you normal regular <laughs> programming mm-hmm. talking about all the happenings of the day yes we look forward to you and we look forward to that and we invite you to check it out with us until then for Brittany Page I'm Jesse Dollimore and this has been I Doubt It